Welcome to our next Our Normal Roundtable, our April edition, with plenty of guests joining us today. First up, how are you doing, Greg? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. The weather's getting better. Um, my, I've got a viewing on my house this weekend, so hopefully, fingers crossed. How are you? Yeah, no, I'm awesome. Awesome. Looking forward to talking to all our guests. You just heard Mike, Mike Earl from Para Mike. Hello. Yeah. Back for this this panel round table. How are you doing, Mike? Grudgingly, they've invited me back and my strong opinions on everything. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Thanks, Ash. Awesome. Also joining us again is Michaela Ford from a couple of episodes ago. He joined us uh, from the Paranormal or What? podcast welcome Michaela how are you hello I'm fine thank you thank you for having me back pleasure our, our pleasure our pleasure and a newbie joining us this this month not sure where you actually come from so maybe introduce yourself a little bit as well but that is Jodie welcome to the podcast hi <laughs> thanks Hiya. for having me thanks for coming on so what what's your well so I asked Jodie to come on um Jody runs a page, one of many pages on Facebook, um, Paranormal Talk United. And um, I've been going backwards and forwards for months with Jody, and we've just been chatting about um, coming on and her paranormal experiences. And I'm an admin on the page. So, yeah, thanks for joining us. Oh, this thank time. you, Greg. Thanks. That's brilliant. No, the page is there for, you know, for everyone to come together and, talk about all things it just doesn't have to be paranormal you know experiences ufos everything and anything really you know it's yeah. not just the uk everywhere widespread so all over so yes everybody come and join us <laughs> yeah come and join us you know it's got some more, well you know it's got some authority as well greg recommends it because he's been banned from half paranormal pages on facebook well, funnily enough, that's how we first got started talking because Jodie was posting all these things up and it come up and it said, um, like the, the content can't be shared with you. We can't, it's not visible. And it turns out it's Ghosts of Britain and they've banned me from all their pages. And I was saying to Jodie, how can I, how can I view this stuff? I'll yeah. keep liking it. I liked each one that yeah. she's been yeah. putting up and I, I've did. never been able to see them. Yeah, yeah. Um, they haven't had uh, much luck in um with that in the last. So you know, hopefully, I'm hoping it will sort itself out for you, Greg. You know, I won't. It won't. They they hate me. They hate me. If I go on oh, via the no. yeah, if I go on via the podcast page, I can I can see the videos. So they haven't got rid of it. And I I follow them on TikTok That's as well. So yeah, follow them on TikTok. Oh. So so what did you do to them, Greg? Uh, uh they so it all start right so it started off during the beginning of lockdown and they were going out loads during the start of lockdown when everybody was just like grassing up their neighbors everybody was looking out the window and if you saw somebody down the road from you that had been out for like five minutes longer than they should have been everybody was grassing everybody up and it's all over like facebook pages and that saying i can't believe these people are out and anyway they were out <laughs> And it really annoyed me one day. And I'd followed their stuff before. Don't get me wrong. I liked their stuff before. And, um, yeah, they banned me from from then. Basically, it's been about three years. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I, I don't know. I've I've tried all their like fan pages saying, "Can you just unban yeah. me, unblock me?" And they're like, "We've got we've got no control over it." Well, hopefully they hear this, so they unban you, Greg. I doubt it. <laughs> if they listen to any of our other episodes, they probably will keep me banned. <laughs> but I have been trying to view their content. I I am interested on, yeah. in all the ways yeah. that different groups do it. We speak to all all people across the paranormal community um good and bad and um about all sorts of things so it would be good to speak to him but uh, i'm just on a they're an interesting one they're an interesting one as well because they're out literally every night right like almost mm, every night there's are, a live yeah. video from them so it's like they're doing a lot of investigations yeah so you'd like you'd like to think that they're uh They've got a lot of exposure to it, and and their methods are pretty solid. I don't know. I've really watched yeah. them. So. Yeah, some of their stuff's good. Yeah. yeah, it's good, and I've I've watched it, and it was just some comments I made right at the start of lockdown, and then not that I'm one yeah. to hold grudges, but but yeah. anyway, what I talk about. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping it'll sort itself out for you, Greg. I'm sure. I'm sure if you ask Lee and Lindsay, I'm sure they will help yeah. you because. You know, I've spoken to them myself in the past, and you know, hopefully, if they hear me now, or I can, I can send them a message. Yeah, please do. So, because I have never. Night, so they're interesting to watch. I do think mm. they're really interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's live as well every night at nine. So, their investigations. Well, I I I enjoy it because it's just live. You know, you don't get that often. Do you live? No, no, and I think it was just around the whole lockdown thing and it was all that sort of mindset that everybody had back then about trying to stay in and saving the world and that which obviously yeah didn't quite go like that in the end but so yeah that's that's my ghost of britain's thing and that's how initially <laughs> i got started talking to jody yeah. was was to see you how did. i could view this stuff and it's gone from yeah. there <laughs> so thank you for joining us today um, well it worked out it worked out <laughs> absolutely absolutely so we're going to talk about a few things today and um the first bit i wanted to cover off and to talk about is commonalities in paranormal locations so this is one that mike raised as part of um what he wanted to talk about so over to you mike what 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 are your thoughts on, is there any common threads and anything that's common across all these different paranormal locations that you've been to? Um, yes. Uh, and Thanks stop me that. if you think I'm totally wrong. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See you later. See you next week. Um, stop me if any of you haven't found this, but things like some form of like water source, whether that's underground, flowing water or a well, the amount it it's become sort of like an in-joke between me and myself, uh, myself and my partner, Patsy, whenever we go on an investigation and we're talking to whoever knows the history of the place and they go, oh yeah, there's a well underneath it or there's a water source. We'll sort of roll our, our eyes and go, of course there is. Because it's one of those things that comes up again and again and again. Mm-hmm. And it's almost as if, is there an actual link between some form, some form of like flowing water or underground reservoir or a well? You think about East Drive's apparently got one. Mm-hmm. The ancient ram, they re- rerouted a river um, 
around the ancient Bram, Minster Level Ruins is right next to a river. Yeah, there's a local pub to us that we went to, and there's a a deed to a well underneath the pub. And from speaking to the landlady, she was like, I don't understand because there's no well under there now. I went and investigated a hotel down in Portland, which is a little island off the coast of Weymouth, Weymouth. down south. Yeah. And yeah, and that used to, what is now the hotel, used to be an underwater weapons facility. And apparently underneath the hotel is tunnels going out into the sea. So again, like another connection to water or flowing water and stuff. Um, is this something uh, other people that have been investigating is something that you found as well or any other commonalities that are between alleged haunted locations that seem to come up again and again like yeah i mean i've been to a few places where water's definitely there i've been to places where there's a well Uh, i've used dowsing rods at a particular well um in the foundry of a um an old mill outside um outside whitney area so close to me um and like you say minster level's got the river but incidentally just on a slight tangent me and ash done an episode on ranches ufo and hotspot ranches and they've all got rivers close to them on water sources so maybe it is something to do with that um skimwalker ranch got it stardust ranch got it loads of them we we looked at got um water sources near them so yeah oh my brain part of my brain wants to link it to the fact that human beings are what 60 70 percent water and maybe maybe when we inverted commas return to the earth Mm -hmm. we can get somehow trapped i don't know maybe it's got something to do about a not thought about it deep enough unfortunately Mm. um michaela is that something you found as it is um i mean if 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 it isn't, it's probably because I don't know of the water source nearby. Um, but I was just thinking actually about my uh, the town I live in, Chichester. I've recently started. Um, it's it's a, it's an old town, and um, most of the um, houses are Georgian. There was a it, it's a Roman town, but there was a big big fire. Um, that basically decimated the town and then the Georgians rebuilt it. So most of the houses are Georgian in the town centre. Um, and I I already know of four buildings in the town centre that are haunted, um, possibly five. And what I've started doing is going into pubs and the older buildings and basically just asking them, have you ever had anything happening? Um, and at the moment, it's, it's really on a roll. And I'm going in building after building after building, a restaurant, a pub, a tattoo studio, um, um, an old um, newspaper office, all claiming to be haunted. Um, and I'm just wondering whether whether there is water underneath the city. You know, I know a lot of cities have water under um, underground rivers, don't they, like London has yeah, loads yeah. of underground rivers and things. So I suppose it, it's not that a big a stretch to think that everywhere would be near some water. Um, but I love your um, idea about the fact humans are, uh, are so much water. And it just made me think of something I was talking to um, with the children in my class, which was um, it's quite mind boggling to think that 
basically every drop of water in the entire world has been through uh, millions and millions and millions of animals' bodies. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's we've we've drunk we for yeah. thousands of years, yeah. uh, and um, and everything's been part of something else. So yeah. maybe each time. I don't know how big a bit of water, but each time it goes through some process, maybe it does pick up some sort of energy. I definitely agree with you there, with being, you know, with the water going through people, millions, thousands of billions of people. Think how much energy is in that water, you know? Think how much, like, you know, going through us is going through, it's a touching thing, you know? You know, it's not just us that have energy, you know, it's items and... That, that's where I think it comes from too it's just you know like you said it's been through people animals very interesting lots of energy there definitely it's also um apparently alien like water didn't originate on this mm. planet it came from space which is an even more bizarre concept to think of um what Michaela was saying about when you've been into pubs locally and Ash and Greg, you guys will attest to this from your pub crawl and every pub in the UK is apparently the most haunted pubs are hotspots for alleged hauntings right and the only thing reason i can think is because of the like jody was saying about energy the amount of footfall and the amount of energy that's historically gone through these places that it's like potentially just this build-up of something that creates a haunted place something that maybe it's like residual energy where there's been so much going through it for so long and you just think that sorry michaela no, go on. I was going to say, because you you think, like you said, that we've we've drunk all this water and it's been through all these people. There's only X amount of water on the planet, so it goes, it evaporates, goes to clouds, and it's just on this continual cycle. Mm-hmm. So what? And so why? Yeah, why isn't it a storage method for some kind of residual energy? Or yeah, and it it continually loops. So it's definitely plausible when you think a lot of places around by water there's um loads of haunted places that we've spoken about before and they're they've all been near water so there's there was um an abbey that was burnt down and that was right next to i can't remember which river it was um but there's a lot of spiritual places are by water so tinton abbey just down by um chepstow and just across the border into wales that's um that's right on the the river y um i've been there many times and there's haunted there's a haunted um like churchyard as such across the road from it as well so i would imagine that it's probably a lot of spiritual places by water for whatever reason so it's it doesn't seem to remind me Sorry to interrupt. You just reminded me as well, when I investigated a pub called the Riverside, which gets its name because it's right next to a river. Um all through the night when we were doing when we were calling out and it was are you male or female, we weren't really getting any answers until I can't remember who it was on the team had a stroke of genius of saying, like, are you are you connected to the river? Are you a spirit of the river? And that's when things started to se- seeming like it was answering as well. And it's like, well, hang on a minute, is it like I mean, is it some sort of elemental water spirit or something? You know what I mean? Or thinks it's that more than identifies more as a past man or woman or person sort of thing. And that was really interesting. 
Yeah, that would be interesting, actually. And um, I were going to sort of mention my haunted hotel later, but um, I hadn't quite appreciated or, or thought about the fact that actually the the pub is only um, a few feet from from the river um, that goes through Chester, which I'm just quickly looking river at. River D. Remember its name? Is it? Yes, it is. Well done. Um, <laughs> um, and it's really, really very, very close to it. It's probably about 100 yards away. Yeah. Well, if you think about one of my favourite haunted places up north, Dork, with the River Ouse running through the middle of it, and that place is allegedly the most haunted city in Europe. Yeah. It's just... Oxford's that as well, isn't things. it? All of them. As I say, yeah, all of it. <laughs> well, you've got a canal as well, to be fair, mate, so... Um, yeah, or yeah, a river, haven't you? But yeah, we got all. It's sorts, one of these mate. weird things that <laughs> got all the water. Um, it's <laughs> one of these weird things that just keeps coming up again and again, right? That I've I've noticed anyway. As I say, to the point that whenever we go somewhere, they go, "Oh, there's a whale or something." We kind of roll our eyes and go, "Yeah, of course there is," because why wouldn't there be? Exactly. This kind of off topic a little bit. Well, kind of. We mentioned water spirits, and like so many cultures, have tales and legends of water spirits like Celtic, Germanic, ancient Greek, like mermaids, sirens, water nymphs, all these different sort of folklore around creatures in the water. So, so I mean, like you say, water makes up most of us, most of the earth. Is that where when energy is? Is that where ghosts come from? Is that where our energy goes back to? When we die, that's why we get these creatures or ghosts that we see in the water. Seems quite like all these different sort of cultures all over the world have these sea ghosts as well. Just pretty interesting. Yeah. Did I think that's see... definitely so. Sorry, sorry, you carry on, Michaela. I've spoken enough, mate. Uh, I was just it was just something that um I popped up on the um the internet feed today, and you probably you probably all know about this. Um I think it, I think it was NASA uh, Mars Rover found this uh, big possible fish spine um i think it, what oh, what's the mars rover called is it creation creator a curiosity no, isn't it curiosity Good. that's it yeah and it found this massive thing that they think obviously um on the internet it was saying is it an alien um but scientists were saying it it sort of looks like a massive spine of a fish with um kind of ribs coming up yeah i've Jeez. seen a picture let me get i've got a picture of it here let me um maybe we shambles. stole all the water from mars maybe they reckon mars was completely water yeah was was covered in water mm. or whatever yeah let me show you there's, there's a, a mad theory as well about the whole perhaps the meteor that killed the dinosaurs was the last escape pod off of mars and like Mars was the previous country that we fucked. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Can you see that? Hang on. Can you see that on the screen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. Strange dragon bone looking Mars rocks. So yeah, it does look quite it does look scaly. Yeah. 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 Very spiny there it's, as well. It's yeah. got the spine spine there, yeah. So I don't know if um yeah, it's uh I, I did see that in a week and I I'm totally with you with the with the water though and the energy is definitely I think when when you're in a place 
and there's a hone and I, I I think if there's a river nearby, I think it definitely brings more energy to the to the area. Why do we think that is though? Why do you think that might be? But I, it's just it just seems strange that all these places mm. have got river by them. And I know Ash was just talking about um, all these spirits and like legends and folklore. Um, just like so, for example, like you've got water, earth, wind, and fire. And uh, we speak to we speak spoken a couple of times to this guy in South Africa, and he records weird stuff round by fires. So I don't know if it it's to do with those one of those four elements. Maybe I don't I don't know. I don't know what what everybody else thinks about that. But Quite possibly, I mean, there, I think there's a lot of stuff in sort of, I guess, more paganistic religions. Mm. That's about the the raw elements of the earth, right? Yep. And nature nature worship and those four things are natural for one of that. So yeah, maybe yeah. maybe there's something in it. Like, so what other what other things have you found that have got a commonality with others? Then, Mike, is there anything else? So uh, what, what trauma? Think, that's just the agenda I'm pushing. Okay, <laughs> it's all about the water and the thing. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So we we. When me and Ash um, speak about a lot of the haunted stuff that we we've like researched in America and around the pubs, um, that uh, trauma is a massive massive thing. There's always so hospitals, anything that's been previously been a hospital, something that's previously been potentially a pub um, or a local area where a lot of people used to congregate. That seems to be, I don't know whether it's just because there's lots of people have been in those places, but trauma definitely seems like a, a massive sort of vessel for storing energy, which it might be because it's round by the water and the, the water's a bit like a battery maybe, but definitely trauma. You could go to somewhere and if there's a lot of paranormal activity, if you were to look back at some of the history, I could imagine that there is probably some kind of past trauma deaths murders those kind of things and i and i get that that's where you'd probably see a ghost of some highwayman or something but it, it does appear that trauma seems to create a lot of paranormal activity um and i don't know whether that's just because um the the spirits have not been able to pass over or they get sort of trapped or there there's some kind of unfinished business because their life was potentially cut short through no fault of their own kind of well tying into that me and patsy are firm believe well i say firm believers me and patsy are very against when on an investigation using the question of do you know you're dead or how did you die because theoretically we're like what if they don't know they're dead and that's why they're still on this plane of existence as it works we've all heard the stories about when it's your time to pass over someone loved one visiting you why like takes you over to the other side what if that never happens because you were never conscious enough that you'd been murdered very quickly or that you can't reconcile that you are no longer alive and that's why you don't believe you're dead um which could come into the trauma thing but again, that's just a personal thing. It's just a question that we particularly like asking of going, how do you know you do you know you're dead? Because on top of that, you imagine if you imagine if you didn't know you were dead and you'd be like, fucking hell, am I? What what are you on about? I'm it's just wondering like... why all these people are in my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are they why are they all ignoring me? 
Yeah, like the others. Um, I haven't seen that. Just I also, to, so don't spoil it's, it. It's it's all right. Um, the, my my issue with what you were saying about trauma and history is there's a lot of history that isn't necessarily verifiable. Mm-hmm. Um, and a prime example of this is the Black Monk Black Monk of Pontefract. There is there's no actual evidence to suggest that that entity is actually real at all. In fact, uh, maybe to the contrary, because it's the idea is he this monk was hung and then chucked in a well. And why would you potentially poison the town's only water supply by chucking a dead body in it? So stuff like that, I'm a bit like, it's hard to try and actually verify history or folklore on a lot of places. But who knows? Trauma yeah. certainly seems like a thing. I'm also not sure if the trauma thing leads into like the whole stone tape theory idea of somehow the earth records something and then plays it back in future again and again and again, or if maybe it, uh, the way I like to think of it is something happens and it's there's so much raw emotion, it scars the earth and it then becomes a residual haunting. As I say, it's something that's just on a loop playing back again and again rather than something intelligent that's mm-hmm. stuck around. What, yeah, what do you think? Also, yeah. uh, uh, that um, when obviously when when traumatic things happen or high emotional things happen, there's a massive release of energy. Um, you know, if you think about splitting the atom, it's like you know, it just flies out, and um, and maybe it does actually not even just stay in the earth, but maybe. It's, you know, it, it kind of affects the very air around the particles of air. It, the particles of energy are, are kind of imprinted with this energy of emotion, um, and then it it does play back. Because I do, I do, I definitely believe that there are different sorts of hauntings or ghosts, if you will. Um, and in my experience, the most common ones have been uh, residual. So sort of things that don't know that you're there and they just happen and you can be there one day and all sorts of things happen and you can be there another day and and nothing happens at all because it's just not the right circumstances for it to play back. Well, we went on an investigation on Saturday to a place that we've been two or three times before um, and it's been quite spooky before. And literally nothing happened all night. It was lovely. It was peaceful. Um, um, and it was really dull. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do think that, I do think it's the release of energy that that kind of affects what's going on. So on that note, have you ever been anywhere where you've, it's been so flat that you know it's supposed so like somewhere like 30s Drive or somewhere really flat and you've gone, you know what, I'm just going to finish early. I don't know. Have you ever had that, Jody, where you've been somewhere that's supposed to be super, super haunted and nothing's happened? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of places you go into, you know, and like I say, you, you can't, you can, you know, as much as you try to ask spirit to come or connect with you, you know, if 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 there's no energy around or, you know, if and you're not going to get anything that, that day, then I just, you know, you pack up and you think, well, there's no energy here, so... Maybe they don't want to connect, and you know, it's time to go. So, yeah, I've, does that I've happen a lot? Places like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, you can't expect to have massive things happen, you know, as soon as you go into a place, you know, or this this known place has been haunted for such and such a long time, this and that happens, and then you go there and you're like, you know, there's no energy there that day, you're not going to connect. So, yeah, it can happen, you know, and I think that's normal. I think that's normal. What do you think, Greg? Well, uh, wow. Um, so, yeah, no, I agree. It's... um. I've been loads of places and it's just like flat or it'll be really active to begin with. And then all of a sudden it just seems to, for want of a better phrase, die down. Yeah. I think the energy um, seems to die. Yeah. I've been to um, uh, the ancient Ram Inn. And when I first got there, the, um, the one of the people in the group that I was with, so we, there's a small group of us went there from the paranormal group I belong to him here in Oxfordshire and um somebody saw a book or something moving in the top window and we're the only ones in there um so and straight away I was I was absolutely petrified that night and I, I normally I'm all right most places although yeah Mike will probably disagree with that because I've been out like a wet cabbage <laughs> every every time I've been out of Mike but um yeah it was really active to begin with and then right at the end it was completely completely flat mm. And then, like, we've been, me and Ash, we've investigated in the basement of his house a couple of times. And, like, we'd be in one room doing a Ouija board and nothing really happened apart from the batteries going dead. And then in another room, we were filming and then we could hear stuff like a noise outside the room and all manner of weird stuff all on the same night. And it's just it's just really weird that things, and that is a freaky place. <laughs> I must say, um, but yeah, it, it is like that. I've been been loads. I've been Minster Level. Me and Mike have been to Minster Level, and I've been there a couple of times because Minster Level Ruins is just down the road from both of us, um, and it's it's nice and open and public, so you can sort of pretty much go down there whenever you like. And um, I, I've been down there before, and I've caught things on camera. And then next time, nothing really happened, and. I've taken my work colleagues down there. I took the whole team from work. Yeah. So we wanted to go out. And one of them, his son's name came from Spirit Box. And it's like a really odd name. And it was just like, how, yeah. how the hell's that kind of thing? But it, it is one of those places, like everywhere, like you just mentioned, some places it can just be really flat all the time and nothing, nothing really really taking place and then other times people go and that's yeah. i think almost the beauty of um the paranormal and doing investigations is mm. that you can go somewhere and people go and it's the most amazing place it's the most haunted pub in england or whatever it might be and um yeah but then you'll go so i went to 30 east drive and really not a lot happened there but other yeah. people going ah, oh, it's the most amazing place and yeah it's I think it can suck the energy out of places though you know like when it can be overdone yeah. like people can go there every single day I think that can suck the energy out of out of a location yeah that's that is very true I think yeah. I do think some of these which yeah. is my only fear with the haunted my haunted hotel in Chester is <laughs> because all the time yeah. and don't get yeah. me wrong we Constant. we love Danny Moss we love Danny Moss on this show yeah uh, we've spoken to Danny a load of times about all sorts of things both on and off air um and 
that's my only fear with that place is that so many people will go all the time uh how yeah. have you found it there Michaela because you've been a, have you been a couple of times now yeah yeah um it's absolutely um as haunted as anything um it's I've been twice and I've not been disappointed I've never been in a place where so many things happen in such a short amount of time um I've never been on any investigations anywhere and the whole time I've been doing it where so many things have happened um in fact when I first went I was thinking this can't this can't be happening. There must be a man sat behind that partition with a drum or something. I mean, the bangs that were coming from the wall and the doors and the floor, and it was it was almost you, you sort of became um, used to it. Whereas you might go into a, another location, and if if there's something really loud banged right next to you, you'd be freaked out for the whole night. But it does get to the point there where you go, oh, it's knocking on the door again. Um, and it's it's incredible. I mean, if I lived near there, I would be there every week. And it's probably a good job I live so far away because um, I, I want I want to join them. And I find it really hard because um, I've spoken to Danny quite a lot of times and um, and done articles about him for the magazine and stuff. And I'm, I'm really sort of having to hold myself back from trying to push myself forward and go, can I join, can I join? Because <laughs> it's just so exciting. It's really exciting. I can't even begin to tell you. All I could say to people is, it looks like it's too good to be true. Um, it isn't. Go yourself. That's all I can say. No, we, I keep talking about going there. And Mike's like, when are we going to go up there and... Me and Ash go, when are we going to go up there? So yeah. I even said to Danny, I was like, we get, we will be up at some point. And um, yeah, so hopefully. Let uh, me know when you're going and I'll, t- I'll take along we'll, too. We'll uh, all go. We'll all go. We'll all go. Yeah. I love it. Just an excuse to go. And then I use it as an excuse to visit my parents because they're up in Halifax. So I can, <laughs> I can justify going on a big round trip. Pitch it to Danny as doing a live pursuit of the paranormal roundtable or podcast. There, mate. I've 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 tried, and he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, come on, he's like, come on up, come on up, and I'm like, okay, how can we sort out? He goes, book it for your website, mate. I was like, okay, cheers. Yeah, I mean that's one of the things, but you just you just do it and then agree it, don't you? You just go. By the way, we booked for this time. Can we use your brothel table for a podcast? Cheers. Yeah, we could try that. So that brings us on nicely while we're in the haunted hotel to another thing that's happened over the last week or so, which is Danny Moss has released a clip of one of the episodes that shows the doll, the Grace doll that we've spoken to Danny about multiple times, um, moving in the glass cabinet, which is mad that it happens because it's you you've seen it haven't you Mikaela? have you seen it sort of live as it were in the flesh yeah in the, yeah, the pad? yeah yeah and it yeah. is it got it's got like a chain over it or something like that yeah it's it's on a, a pedestal in a glass box with a, a an iron chain and a padlock around it although whether that's just for effect i don't know so. And then it's also got bells laid over the top. 
so that supposedly if the box moves, then the bells will ring. So we've, and we'll come on to your doll in the background in a minute, Jodie. Yes. That is fascinating. <laughs> we've spoken to many people about um, haunted objects, and haunted objects is like we've talked about with water and such like. So first of all, what does everybody think about the footage? What what What's your initial thoughts? Jodie, what do you think when you've, you've um, seen the clip? I have a fascination with um, dolls and things like that being, you know, maybe they have a haunting, haunting or um, some type of, um, you know, um, some connection with spirit world or whatever it may be. Um, I just think like, like, like we were talking about earlier with the water and the energy, I think like, you know, well, you know, like whatever we do in, during the daytime, whether it'll be a cup or you touch the side or whether you're cooking, I think everything has an imprint of energy. So I think, um, you know, I'll bring my doll now. Yes. So here's Victoria. Hello, Victoria. <laughs> and I named her Victoria. Um, yeah. Um, because I just felt like her name um, was Victoria. I connected with Victoria. Um, she came from um, a friend's grandmother. Um, and I believe the friends of the grandmother, um, she passed away. So, but she didn't want to keep this doll in the house for whatever reason. <laughs> so then it was passed down. Um, and I said, I'd have, I'd have this doll, but I just feel there's something with this doll. So... You know, I've, I've just kept it with me and I've got these balls. I've done a little bit of uh, <laughs> the cat nice. ball and the, yep. the K2 meter and it does seem to go off around her. And as we as we were speaking now, she was going off behind me. I don't know whether you could see her or not, but she has been going on and off and there's nothing new. I'm like a sweep of the room and as you do with the K2 meter, just to double check everything. But uh seems to be something around the stall, so... Yeah, I don't know what your thoughts are on dolls at all, or do you believe mixed, in mixed? So we've we've yeah. interviewed we've interviewed a lot of people with dolls, and there's one guy who I won't mention his name, but he has been on Good Morning Britain and things like that, um, with his most haunted doll in the world or whatever it is. Um, but he's modified it and he's put like LED lights and all manner of weird stuff in it. Um, and he records live yeah. and stuff on his oh yes. in his haunted know, room. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he wondered why it caught fire. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, because it's full of bloody electrical equipment. But yeah, so he has stuff happen on camera which he uses to publicize the fact that he's got this haunted doll yeah. um which is why i wanted us to discuss the um the my haunted hotel one because we've spoken to danny moss a load of time about the doll and it isn't something people have got it's very divisive for people that can something why is it just dolls that seem to be haunted yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm in two minds. I've 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 seen th like the Danny Moss clip, that one in the box. It moves some. It how it moves, I don't know, but to mm. me, it moved. 
Um, it moves upwards as well. It's like not like it sort it's of, sort of yeah. downwards a little bit. It sort of sits <laughs> That's up interesting. A bit. That <laughs> moves up, which is weird. Yeah, I've seen some. Yeah. I've seen like an Annabelle type doll, and it just falls over, and people are going, "Oh, it's this haunted doll." And I was like, "But it could just have fallen over." Um, but I, I'm open to anything. I mm-hmm. we've been doing this podcast long enough to know that anything can seem to happen, and no story or account or experience that people have can be any less valid than anybody else's. So with your doll, Jody, do yeah. you have do you get a sense of it being like a, a good presence, a bad presence? Or yeah, what? this is definitely a good presence. There's no bad with this doll. Um, you know, I've I've had no bad feelings with her since she's come to the house. Um, but I've just just got that feeling that something has come with the doll. It's not a bad presence, mm-hmm. but there is a presence, if that makes sense. Do you experience anything else alongside, like, say, the K2 meter going off? Do you, do you experience any other um, weird stuff around the doll? Like, I don't know, do you see, like, orbs is a bit of a contentious thing in the paranormal yeah. world as well. But that, that kind of yeah, thing, do you, do you have any other kind of um, phenomena that happens around the doll? Or is it just the, the bits that you've, you've talked about? Well, as you as I um we were chat before, and um I was telling you a bit about my background with mm. um me being you know brought up with my mum being a medium, and um I've you know I I don't think I've known any different. I just sense a lot of things you know around me, and I do connect with spirit, and I can connect with spirit. Mm-hmm. And when I when as soon as this doll came into the home. I just felt there was a presence around the doll, and I, I, and um, I think it's, I think it's a, a young girl, you know, which is why okay. I picked up the name Victoria with her. So that just Victoria, I did ask her as well. I did ask her <laughs> if she liked the name Victoria, and she did. <laughs> but uh, yeah, whether you believe or not, it's an, another thing. But I do believe there is a little girl around this doll. Okay, do so, do you? Yes, yeah, it's not a bad spirit. No, do you ask questions of it of the doll to, to like get responses yeah. from the cases? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. You know, you can say, um, for example, um, is it a boy or a girl? Are you a young girl? Um, you know, how I was going to say those lights were just going off there, but you've got it in your hand. Don't <laughs> you, you know, that would be. I can actually. I'll put the balls on her actually. See okay. From yeah. Her, from them going off, see if she goes off there now. But yeah, yeah, you can ask a question if you want, Greg. <laughs> um you put me on the spot i'm not usually <laughs> lost for words <laughs> yeah i'm not usually lost for words um okay so victoria um oh, i don't even know what you got oh, i don't know mike somebody else does it have to be a yes or no i don't believe in haunted dolls no. by the way for clarity i've not experienced one so therefore um, well, everyone's got their own opinion i'd like danny danny moss was as he says, before he encountered the Grace doll and didn't believe in any of it. And I think I'm still waiting for my my Grace moment where I see one and go, fucking hell. Um so I'm not I'm not sold on them. Especially and this isn't any 
anything against you jody but like yeah when you see see them on ebay and people are selling them for 10 pounds oh, yeah. it's like surely if it's, ha- surely if it's haunted you wouldn't be selling it for 10 pounds yeah exactly um, you know, there's too much of that going on as well I, yeah I, there's there's completely there's, agree with you there's a lot of fakery um so yeah i don't know would it have to be a yes or no question Oh, see, if, you can ask a question to see if the ball goes off. Just anything along the lines of maybe flash or the K two meter going off. Yeah, because the asshole part of me thinks of asking <laughs> what the square, what the root, or what pi to six yeah. places is. To be fair, it's but, not um... Chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. There oh, we go. oh my god! Oh, <laughs> the ball's going off. Yeah, there you go. Three point one four six three five or whatever it is. <laughs> wow, she knows it. Michaela knows it. Um... Gone in, Mike. <laughs> Can normally talk forever. So, Victoria. I'm, Victoria. Yeah, do, keep talking. I'll think of a measured question. So, Victoria, can, are you aware of the fact that we are in different rooms to you? And can you interact with what we're and our energies through this medium that we're using? That's a very good question to ask, but. So we've done we've done like the Estes method and Spirit Box method with Ash being in Manchester yeah. and me me being in Oxfordshire. So it'd be interesting to see oh. if you could do like yeah. a, a remote question. Gone in up, gone in Mike. Uh Victoria, do you exist in our dimension or are you manipulating the doll from another dimension? That's like a No, it's a good question. <laughs> Yeah. So light up the ball if you are manipulating the doll from another dimension or a spiritual spiritual dimension. This is where it doesn't work quite so well with audio. Yeah, for clarity. Yeah. For clarity <laughs> for the hard. listener. <laughs> for clarity for the listener, the ball has not lit up. <laughs> it's a good she question to ask though. Mm. That's a good question you could ask at any paranormal investigation, actually, Mike. Yeah. So Jody alluded to it, and you guys kind of know this as well. I think that I have some sort of mediumistic spiritual ability, but I really struggle with whether it is me tapping into spirits from an adventure or me tapping into other people's brains. Ball's gone off. Um, Spirits from another dimension. Spirits of another dimension, and it came on. Yeah. Ask going again. There you and go. Again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I really struggle trying to figure out if I'm just tapping into other people's consciousness who are on this planet and then knowing their memories, thoughts, whatever, you know what I mean? Um so yeah, so, I don't know. So Victoria seems to think it's um from another spiritual dimension. So <laughs> but that she's definitely interesting. Uh, it's it it's a fascinating it's definitely fascinating yeah worth worth yeah. investigating for sure like everything's valid right in terms of investigating because we don't know what we're doing because and i know that's that's something that you're keen on mike is the fact that we don't nobody really knows what they're doing they were just trying different things out and seeing what works and um, no, and as and as, as snarky as i get about certain methods they're all as valid as each other yeah yeah so what what kind of question so that was a really good question it's not even a question mm-hmm. i thought of before mike so well brownie points for you um 
what other kind of questions could we ask Victoria on this? I know we haven't, we didn't really um, sort of, um, we didn't really sort of plan for a live yeah, investigation yeah. with a doll, which but, but it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, sorry. definitely. Victoria, sorry. are you able to understand what we are saying to you? Can you like those balls up for us? I'll chop out quiet bits. I was just going to say, is this more suited to a Facebook Live where we could get Jodie? We could. We could. And yeah. Yes, Jodie. If you're us <laughs> investigating the doll that way. If yeah, you're up yeah, for that, if you're it. up for that, Jodie, yeah, yes, we could do that. This is pretty hard, isn't it, doing it this yeah. way? <laughs> but yeah, we could do it on a Facebook Live or, or even just a video I'll, version. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll bust out the yeah. Alice box and we see what we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So if you had any coming soon, yeah. So, um. So, has anybody else seen the video footage of the doll at my haunted hotel? What What do you think, Mike? Um, as I say, I've not had any experience with haunted dolls, so and anyone's footage that isn't my own, my own, I kind of find hard to believe because I'm not there mm -hmm. to debunk everything. Yeah. My my brain immediately went to the fact that it could have been some form of vibration, despite the fact that there's no one in the room. I don't know, like it's compelling and I kind of I kind of believe Danny Moss wouldn't mm -hmm. go out of his way to to lie or anything as much as I struggle to reconcile some of the stuff he captures because my experience doesn't reflect that. I'm like, but how? Um mm. I think the the issue yeah, I mean, that Danny's Danny's got is that he's got so many haters on the internet that even if any one bit of his stuff was manipulated or faked or whatever and it came out that would be the end of him and i don't think he's that kind of person i mean we've spoke to him for multiple hours and i mean you get a sense of somebody pretty quickly when you're talking to somebody especially when we're talking if, face to face with people like we are now yeah if you were going to fake things i would imagine you wouldn't have such strong opinions out about certain elements of the paranormal because it immediately paints a target on your back from people who believe in orbs and such right um yeah i watched the well we're talking about my haunted hotel i watched the mediumship special oh don't like, spoil it i haven't seen it yet <laughs> oh, come on Mac this was going to be good content I haven't seen it either. you have to oh, save gosh. that for the next one you have to save yes, that for the next you, have to, you have to pay for it via the <laughs> subscription service to be fair yeah okay but it's it said mediums and my ears pricked up and I went, ooh, I wonder. Because <clears throat> Danny's like massively skeptical of them. So I was like, I want to see his take on it. There's some interesting things in there. Mm -hmm. Um but from my own experience, I think maybe he scrutinizes them a bit too much. Okay. Where he's like where he's like, yeah. If you've not seen it, I won't I won't spoil it, but I can imagine what happens. The the thing is, um, there are certain opinions that Danny has got that I thoroughly disagree with, and we have um, had words about a couple of things. But it, I completely respect respect him as a an investigator. We don't have to agree, you know. No, um, no, not at all. And um, it, it's hard as well sometimes as an older person not to go well you know come back in 30 years time when, <laughs> you know with that opinion when um 
you know, it's it's really hard not to be patronising of people who are much younger sometimes because you sort of think, yeah, I used to think that as well, but now I think this because I'm old and crusty and I've had loads more experience. But um, the thing is, um, with mediums, I completely understand that he might be sceptical of them and I completely understand that uh, there are a lot of fakers out there I also believe there are some people who are genuinely talented and I don't think that by having, I don't know how many he had on, three, four or five mediums, you can then make yeah, four mediums. You can't make a judgment on the entire world of mediums based on that. You can only make a judgment on what those people did on that day. You can't even judge those people on another day. Um, and I think that's where the experiment could fall down, in yeah, my opinion. There's there's a point where they, him and uh, Danny and Brett are talking about how they're looking out for if a medium says, when they're talking about something mediumistically, if they come out and say 100%, this is this. And they're like, oh, at the minute a medium says 100%, we know they're probably, we don't believe they're believable or credible because they've used 100%. And how can you ever be 100%? And I was thinking like, but I... I say 100% a lot because that's just part of my vocabulary and the way I speak. So I don't think because someone because of someone's linguistics, that should mean that you immediately rule them out of being legitimate, right? And it was just one of those weird things that I was like, that's a very, well, to me, that was a short-sighted way of looking at things just because of you're looking for a certain phrase. Do you know what I mean? And as I said in the mediumship article on pursuit of the paranormal.com, go and read it. Um, .co.uk actually, I, but there we go. .co.uk. When, I, when I've done readings for people, you want to stay clear of like the commonalities of, oh, there's a, a short grey haired lady here, which everyone can fucking connect to because everyone knows a fucking short grey haired lady. <laughs> but invari invariably that's going to come through at some point. And how do you then not say that if that's exactly how someone is? is? So although it's one of those like stereotypical commonality things. Sometimes it's true and you kind of just have to go with it. Um, it's, it's very tough. Yeah. That's like when we did go, a public ghost hunt last year in Manchester and we did that, like S's method typing in a circle, like a vigil. And it, I was near like sort of the end of the circle. So I was like one of the last people to, to have the headphones on the box. And what came through on the headphones was, stop the experiment but i didn't say it because i was thinking that sounds too like good like if i say yeah. this it's going to sound like i'm just making it up like but it came through stop the experiment so but i'm not going to say it because it sounds fake <laughs> it sounds like i'm just saying it and so i didn't say it and afterwards i told like the guys like this came through but i didn't want to say it because it sounds like i'm just making it up you know that that is what came through it would have been yeah, a good was... thing to happen but i was like it sounds too fake, to be, there, too good to be true. There was a point at the investigation that me and Greg did on New Year's Eve where I was doing my woo-woo shit and trying to basically psychically come up with things. And the first name that came to me was Derek. And Derek's a name that comes up a lot for me. So immediately I discounted it and went, no, 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 it's not that. And moved on to another one, which I can't remember what the next one was, Greg. And then later on, the Alice box says Derek. And I'm like, mm -hmm. well, I know because I second guess myself, I now look like a massive liar when I go, oh, actually, uh, <laughs> that's the first thing that came to me, but I didn't say it. But it's but genuinely then, what happened. 
and we we did make sure that when you were set when you were getting any kind of um feeling about stuff we were saying you need to tell us before the alice box says it otherwise you'll be saying well that's what i was thinking and you you kind of discount or you wouldn't be able to use it properly because you go well that's what i was thinking about so we as i as i've said multiple times i'm really conscious of influencing an investigation by things that pop into my head and might be just be my subconscious you know what i mean i don't want it to be a whole Derek Cora scenario where I turn up and say a bunch of bullshit that I've that's popped into my head and then the entire investigation is based around based around that, which could be completely wrong, right? Could that's be. what I'm super much so. Speaking of Derek's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you a question, Mike? I've got a Absolutely. burning question to ask. Uh, what I want to know is because I didn't realise that you had um, mediumistic abilities, which I'm very interested in hearing about. Um is what came first for you, the interest in the paranormal or was it the mediumistic abilities that made you or forced you to become interested in the paranormal? How long have you got? Um, Maybe we could do a whole other show about it. Five minutes. <laughs> is it actually five minutes? No. Okay. Um, a very, very short bridge version. I didn't believe in this um, stuff until I was about, out 34 years old so two years ago ish um i thought it was our bollocks i thought like it's all just psychological ploys it's bullshit like it's just yeah, everything could be explained by science um my fiance booked us to go on a ghost hunt and we went and there were some things that i couldn't immediately explain and seemingly our group got more than the other groups that evening and some of it and this sounds super big-headed, but some or a lot of it revolved around me in particular. Um, and then we went on another investigation with the same people and they sort of took the piss and went, oh yeah, it's Mike the Ghost Whisperer because of that. I went, well, maybe there's something in this. Started exploring it more and then like, yeah, just fell into it and worked out I could do certain things. And then looking back on my childhood... And looking at things like apparently night terrors are very common for people who have some sort of psychic ability. And I used to suffer really badly with night terrors. And there was a lot of stuff looking back that lined up. And I was like, ooh, bloody hell. Um, but yeah, so the initial interest in the paranormal when I guess a K2 responded to our questions intelligently. And I was like, well, I can't explain this just as being a random EMF cloud passing by or something. Um, and then from there, looking more into why activity seemingly happened more around our group and me in particular. Um, and that led me down the path of getting dragged into doing a reading for someone very early on and being right on a lot of things and being sat there going, I don't know how the hell I just did that, but apparently I just did. And knowing things that there's no way I should know, like about her grandmother that I've never seen, never met specific things about wearing a penny and baking she's been baking but it's not a it's not a cake it's a pie but it's not a big pie it's like a small collection of pies and then she goes yeah like an old family recipe was they make a shepherd pie but it would be in a mug and it's all manner of weird stuff like that and since that point i've done readings for various people including ash and i mean ash can <laughs> potentially a test or not a test as to how good it was 
Um, and yeah, it's just gone from there. And it's, I think it's got stronger and stronger to the point that I can go on investigations, walk in a room and immediately be like, I don't know about this room. This makes me feel funny in some way. Um, or pick up on things that teams who have previously investigated have also picked up on previously. Yes, yeah, so you, Jody. Oh, go on. Oh, so like I say, with uh, what Mike was saying, and Mike did a reading yeah. for me, he got basically the description of a close family member, like pretty much spot on, that passed away only a few years ago, and name that she was called when I was a kid. And it's just like, I was just like, wow, like, I've not recorded that name for like 20 years and just come out with this, this name. So. Yeah, I can yeah, I can attest to. And I was if, impressed with that with that reading. And if I may, there was also a period about one of your family members trying to sort of say, "You need to, you need to play hard at school. You need to do this, that, and the other. You need to be on the straight and narrow." And this other family member who's come through, basically being like, "Let him be a free spirit. Let him explore yeah. his youth and explore things and go off." And it was sort of like a loggerheads with these two family members as to which way <laughs> Ash should yeah. essentially be taught. Yeah, it was spot on. And it was the it was that family member that would call me that name and the description was spot on. It was really, really good. So yeah, book him with Mike. Yeah. <laughs> it's free. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm just a sorry. No, sorry. No, no you carry on. No, quite, no, yeah, you carry on. Quite, quite, <laughs> I was gonna say something quite random, which is um Many years ago, I went to see a medium who was my mum's friend. Um, and it was my mum, my mum's friend. Uh, she she didn't do readings for many people. She, she didn't do it as a way of earning money or anything. She just had this really incredible gift. And I went along to see her. And um, it was one of the most incredible hours of my entire life. It was just, just absolutely blew me away. Um, and all she did was um, we sat across a, a small table from each other and she held my hands and closed her eyes um and it was like somebody had plugged us in the electricity going between me and her it was like waves it was kind of going doo, 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 doo. um and she told me sorts of things all of which were true but the one thing she said to me which is really plays on my mind quite a lot is she just very sort of calmly said to me um you have the same abilities as me and when you're older you'll be able to do this too and I've thought about that so many times that lots of weird things have happened to me but I I feel like I don't know is there going to be a light bulb moment where I go oh maybe she was right because at the moment I think I'm not sure she was right about that, but it it's there are so many things that have happened to me. When you write, I actually write them all down, and when you look at them all, you go, "Oh my goodness, that's amazing." But I wouldn't say that I could kind of do a reading for anybody or anything like that. So I'm just interested, um, but you know, in what you've got to say, Mike, and and also Jody. How how do you know if and when it's kind of the right time or or it's happening to you what it, does something happen or much like anything in life you do it and if you shit it you don't do it again <laughs> you just just jump in at the deep end and see what happens as i say i i started to have 
things happen and started to be able to, I don't like using the term, but guess things I shouldn't know, message my friend and being like some weird shit started to happen. And the next thing I know, his wife's messaging me going, James says, you're a medium. Can you give me a reading? And that was like that point where I go, I'm not, but yeah, fuck it. I'll give it a go. And kind of never look back, basically. <laughs> just just do it and see what happens. How about you, Jodie? If, if you, oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, actually, something really, really strange happened to me um, one night um, at a friend's sleepover. And um, this just confirmed it all for me, what I was seeing and hearing. And, you know, when you get a feeling that something's watching you and you're like, oh, I got that, you know, odd feeling. Yeah. And I just pulled my blankets like this, as you do, as you get that feeling up. And as I looked, this massive ball of light, and I mean, it was like a golden, the only way I can explain, like a golden massive orb. You, can't, you couldn't see through the orb. And the, the odd thing was, um, it was going like in the corner of the room, um, in a in a square shape. Like the way it was moving was in a. It sounds really odd, I know, right? But I was so amazed, I couldn't believe what I was looking at. It's like traveling in a square shape, like something like I that. froze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A massive ball, um, like a basketball size ball. Couldn't see through the ball. And it was like traveling in a square shape. And I just froze because I didn't know what to do. Because I was I was scared, but I I was I wanted to watch it at the same time. But then my, well, next thing I did, Alec, <laughs> next thing I did then was throw the blanket all back over my head. And I I just froze then, but that just confirmed everything to me i've been hearing things since i was small like choirs and things like that when i my mum, like she's she's a medium and like when she was growing up as a kid um she would see things and she would tell my gran oh there's a lady on top of the steps and she's wearing such and such and she would explain exactly what her friend would look like and she was like oh she's you know because my mum was young she's a bit scared as well oh no no you're you're not you know you're all right you're not seeing you know that's not what you're seeing type of thing but she knew exactly what my mother was seeing and another time was um my mum um my mum's nan had a massive at the back of the garden and um, my mum used to love going up the hill and she would run up the hill and then um she would like see people waving like out of the top window from from the grand house, my mum would be there waving. But like I've been brought up with um, hearing things and seeing things. But that night, that just that was just the the top in for me to explain. Like I can't explain it now, but you know that that was massive to me, and I've never forgotten that. Never forgotten what I've seen that day. Yeah, sometimes I just yeah, it was amazing. I just wonder. If I that... didn't have time to like you know sink in what I really was seeing. It was amazing. Yeah, I saw something like that when I was about 19, but I was stunned at the time. So I always put it... <laughs> I, uh, but this is what happens with me. I just put it down to either, yeah. um, you know, either, uh, you know, had a, a few glasses of wine or I just saw something out of the corner of my eye or um, I'm mad or <laughs> it's, I'm tired. And, and I just kind of make an excuse for everything. Because I I just think um, it happens too quick. 
So last week on my podcast, I um, in fact, I sent the story into Monsters Among Us. I don't know if you've listened to that podcast, my favourite podcast in the world. Uh, besides all of yours, of course. I was going to say. My favourite American podcast, should I say. Um, and, um, um, yeah, so, so initially when I saw the orb, like you did, it was a big yellow basketball um, orb. Um, yeah. And as I was walking up the stairs to the toilet, I followed it up the stairs and it went up the stairs. And then as I got to the top oh, of the wow. stairs, it, it whizzed around the corner and went. But as I say, I was um, at college and highly intoxicated. I wasn't uh, intoxicated at the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was so, amazing. So that, I, I saw a full-bodied apparition last week, um, but it was only for one second. And I was driving along in my car and um minding my own business and to the left hand side is a footpath with um, a, a green space beyond it and there was a woman walking towards my car on the footpath as i was driving past nothing unusual um she was a larger lady mid 40s long blonde curled hair it's amazing how much detail you can take in in a very short time. She had a um, a red top, jeans on, and a, a long white coat. Um, and I saw her take a couple of steps down the path. And, you know, kind of, when you're driving along, you sort of notice things. I wasn't going, ooh, there's a lady walking down the path. She was just there. But the thing that made me look was that she disappeared. And I looked to the side really sharply. And then I thought maybe it was um, an illusion that she disappeared um, because I'd got, I went past her just be, she disappeared and then I drove past where she was. So I looked in my um, wing mirror and then in my rear view mirror and she, there was no one there at all. And I just think, is that my brain projecting an image onto the path mm. or have I just seen a ghost actually something similar happened to me as well when I was driving and um it was getting dark it, it was late and um I was coming towards a bridge and this black shadow um just like I don't know if someone's walking just came across like walked right across me in front of me on the on the road there was no one around there was, there was no one there and it was, it was as if it as quick as it came, it was gone, you know? It just, shoom, gone. Black shadow. Yeah, yeah, it's happened to me a lot, but at night. Yeah. Um, this is yeah. the only time it's ever happened in broad daylight. Yeah. It was sunny. Um, it's happened loads and loads of times at night when I'm driving yeah. home and things. This was just before I, I see people later. on the pavement, and then I look, and they're not there. And I just mm. think... I'm tired you know I'm seeing Mm. things out the corner of my eye Mm. and I've always just brushed it off but that was so yeah in color in Mm. the sun no doubt it was there but I don't know whether it was paranormal or whether it was just my brain having a glitch Mm. well that's a a spooky story for the end tonight on so (laughs) sweet dreams uh, everybody but yeah I think we'll uh, wrap up this month's panel around table. Thank you everyone for coming along. We didn't even cover half the subjects we're going to talk about, but I guess 
<laughs> next month. We got a agenda for next month already. Uh, so yeah, so thanks, Mike, Jody, Michaela, and Greg. As always, thank you all, and we'll speak thanks soon. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Thank you. It's been brilliant. Thank you.